Hi, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we are going to discuss a film called Logan. And it's not about the airport in Boston. It's not about the airport no. in Boston. It's not about the guy from Logan's Run. Logan, for those of you who have been living at the bottom of a mine shaft for the last 20 years, is the real name of the guy in all of the X-Men films better known as Wolverine. And Wolverine, Logan, is played by Hugh Jackman, uh, as he always has. And in this particular film, Logan has gotten a little bit old. Yes, he has. His powers have been diminishing. Mm -hmm. He doesn't self-heal the way he used to. Right. And those spikes do not spring out of his knuckles quite that easily. He's so upset about this and depressed by it and depressed by looking back at his entire life that he has now become a drunkard. You know, he drinks a lot. He has stopped doing the uh, superhuman stuff. He's now right. become a chauffeur. He's like an Uber driver. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's ferrying people, and that is about as exciting as his life <laughs> has become. Absolutely. Now, here he is hired to drive this young girl to the Canadian border because some bad people are chasing her. And he doesn't want to do it until he realizes that this little girl named Laura mm -hmm. is actually one of him. And she heals herself, and she has spikes coming out of her knuckles when she gets angry, too. I mean, she doesn't have mutton chops. That's the one good thing that's, that that's, she didn't get from him. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and by the way, he doesn't really have mutton chops exactly. He just has shaggy hair all over his face. And he doesn't look as fascinating as he used to. Correct. But the fact of the matter is, Anne, that, that mm -hmm. Hugh Jackman is a fine, fine actor. No question about that. And he has brought a certain grace and dignity mm -hmm. to some of these silly films that he has been in uh, where he plays the Wolverine. And for this reason, I accept him and I accept this particular film more than I usually do because I loathe those superhero, superhero yeah. X-Men films. Right. But there is a lot more oh. humanity in this one. Well, and, and so I, I'm kind mm, of liking it. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, Les, we just don't agree on this one. That's why we're at on the show together. Okay. I know. <laughs> Look, on a positive note, and there is a big one, this film marks the end of the Wolverine franchise. Right. Sorry, spoiler alert. And I, for one, couldn't be happier. I say, pass the champagne, clink those glasses, and say, bon voyage, Logan. May all your ex-man days be behind you and us once and for all. When I say I'm euphoric, it's because you, Jackman, can now return back to what he really should be doing, and that is major motion pictures about subjects that have meaning and depth and relevance. And when he's not doing that, I'm so happy he's a billionaire because now he can go to Broadway and entertain and ennoble and enliven audiences the world over. He is a super, superstar, and I'm thrilled that he doesn't have to do this kind of, I think, adolescent garbage ever again. Now, <laughs> you said that he was bruised and battered, barely able to function. The one thing that he does have going for him is that he's very loyal, and he's particularly loyal to uh, Javier 
who is played by Patrick Stewart, and that's kind of a mentor of Wolverine's. Professor X, sure. Professor X. And he's also suffering from old age. He's got dementia. He can't walk very well. And so Wolverine, a.k.a. Logan, on these trips back and forth across the border, wants to try to take care of his old friend. Now, you talked about the young Laura. Yes. Very, very well played by this sweet newcomer, Daphne Keene. And I like the concept of this, that the father has to escort the daughter to safety. I thought that was a good beat for this kind of a movie. Right. And certainly because it underscores what's left of the Wolverine's so-called humanity. But I think we have to really look at this movie and look at it very, very closely. Okay. This is a movie about a serial killer. Wolverine is not a great guy. I don't care if he kills all the bad guys. It doesn't matter. It's These movies are filled with violence, F-bombs, bloodbaths, gore, gruesomeness. It's brains being splattered all over the place. And children, teenagers, adults are all sitting in the audience mesmerized by this disgusting action. I'm really thrilled that I don't have to look at a movie like this again, particularly because I am such a fan of this wonderful actor, Hugh Jackman. Right. So I must say, too, that the director obviously loves Hugh Jackman because he's directed him in a number of movies, James Mangold. Right. He tries to pull the character of the Wolverine to the stratosphere. And he tries to give him such dimension. He tries to elevate him from the ordinary X-Man to a super luminary. And I went, come on. This is a comic book character. This Wolverine is not JFK. He's not Patton. It's not Einstein. And it's not Jesus. I think that Manhold and all the writers go overboard in trying to make something great out of something that's just, hey, pretty vicious all the way around. Well, and you, you've got to remember, this film is not created for intellectuals. No. Uh, it's not for the people who loved the best years of our lives. You know, as well, a they don't film. make that movie anymore. Of course not. So there's no way for that audience to find that movie. Right. Or any audience. This is created for teenagers. That's but exactly what it is. That it's created for teenagers. My problem with that is less. It made billions of dollars, and not because teenagers went to the movie. Grown-ups, I saw the movie, and I looked around. There were several teenagers there, but there were a lot of adults, grown-up human beings sitting there, eating their popcorn, munching away, and... I can't tell you the number of women that I talk to who are in the age range of 40 to 60, and they said, oh, we, I'm going to the movies this weekend. My husband wants to see, and I went with them, Logan, and they went, yes. That tells me that this movie is not geared just for teenagers. It isn't. You can't make a movie for teenagers and make billions of dollars worldwide. Well, th- that's true, and I think this particular movie— uh, is going to appeal less to the teenagers because Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman are no longer young, dashing That's true. heroes. That is true. And I think they tried by putting the young 
tweenager in there to kind of appeal to maybe the kids in the audience, which I think is also a little bit sick. You know, I just, I don't mind movies if they are authentic to what they represent. But when you try to glaze over something and make it something that it's not, then I find that that's really being Hollywood at its most hypocritical. They made this movie to make money. Trust me on this. And (laughs) I just, uh, I get irritated because this guy's exit, Wolverine's exit, believe me, you're supposed to be crying, weeping, manly tears, and women are supposed to be crying, I suppose, as Wolverine makes his final exit. But the bloodbath that they give him, the finale, I mean, it was like watching... Scenes from The Godfather, Casino, and Bonnie and Clyde all rolled into one. (laughs) You know, this guy's exit was gaudier and noisier than anything I've seen in years. You just want to go, come on, this is not healthy movie making. Well, it's probably not healthy movie making, but the fact of the matter is, Anne, yes. and I'm embarrassed to tell you this, Yes. I enjoyed it. Was it the greatest film I've ever seen? No. Well, I hope not. Was it the greatest horror film I've ever seen? No. No. Was it the greatest action film I've ever seen? No. No. But it's a lot closer than some of the other stuff that is going on. Yes, but now you're— For instance, I am so sick of uh, Johnny Depp as as Captain Jack Sparrow in in the the pirate movies. I'm just—I loathe the idea of going to see another one of those. This was not that bad for me. And because of that, Anne— Yeah, okay. uh, I am going to give it a green light with the— caution to everybody that it is bloody, it is violent, it is difficult to watch sometimes, and if you don't like this kind of movie, and generally I don't like this kind of movie, then don't go to see it. But I have to tell you that for whatever queer reason, (laughs) I enjoyed it. (laughs) Green light. Well, I think this movie, it was nothing more than a slasher film. I think it was a movie that elevated this kind of senseless violence, and I know that it's taken from a comic book. And by the way, Les, I go to see some of those Marvel movies, and I don't marvel at them, but I'm not as offended by them as I was with this one. And again, I thought that the ending, the finale, was just ridiculous. And I don't know how people can sit there and look at buckets and buckets of blood and guts being spewed on the screen and say, oh, that's fun. Let's go have dinner. So, (laughs) you know, I'm going to give Logan a red light. I'm sorry. I think this movie goes more for the gory, not the glory. So, Mr. Jackman, go back to Broadway. I can't wait to see you do something really great. Red light. Okay. <laughs> I, I love it when we so much disagree on a movie. I know. And that's, that that well, makes it's it fun. fun. Yeah. I know. So, I, know. I have to tell everybody that there is one green light yeah. and one red light right. for Logan. Well, we're going to come back very shortly and review another movie. We hope you will join us then. But until then... I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight hopes that the next time you walk into the dark with a soda in one hand and a bucket of popcorn in the other, that you won't be as offended by buckets of blood as Ann was. <laughs> oh, gosh. And that you will really enjoy the movies. For more Greenlight reviews, go to thefrontporchpeople.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, Next Best Picture. 
Com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all of the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com.